Hey friends, thank you so very much for tuning in to the SGT Report podcast. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Are you making full use of your savings? Think of the times you've yearned for better returns. After real inflation, which is now close to 8%, taxes, etc., are you even making a profit with food, clothing, and rent all more than doubling over the last 10 years? You need to do something different. Gambling on stocks might lose you a lot. And of course, wouldn't it be great to retire stress-free? A precious metals IRA with Noble Gold just might be the answer. And this month, Noble Gold is gifting a genuine rare Carson City minted Morgan Silver dollar with every qualifying IRA or 401k. These coins were around when an ounce of silver was worth an actual dollar. An 1893 example in mint condition is now worth around $3,250. This is the power of long-term precious metals investing. So get in touch with the experts at Noble Gold and talk through your options today. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Some people say no plane hit the Pentagon. Some say uh, a plane did hit the Pentagon. Others say a plane flew over the Pentagon. A missile hit the Pentagon. Pre-placed explosives racked the Pentagon or some combination of the both of both to cause uh, the damage, the initial damage prior to the collapse that you see in this photograph here. Hey guys, that was my longtime friend, Richard Gage, the founder of AE 911 Truth and richardgage911.org. Would you believe I've known that man now for close to 17 years? And this time fly. Friends, before we start this one, just a quick word about our sponsor. The Russia-Ukraine crisis. Canada's prime minister claims emergency power. Just because the world is in chaos doesn't mean your finances should be. Invest in cryptocurrency with MyDigitalMoney.com. You can buy and sell crypto in your crypto IRA to enjoy tax advantages or trading cash. No need for multiple platforms. All your crypto investing needs in one platform. MyDigitalMoney.com also has U.S.-based phone support. You can call MyDigitalMoney.com for help or any questions and you'll get a real live human being to talk to right here in the United States. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. That's MyDigitalMoney.com. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's fantastic to have you back. It's Sean from SGTReport.com and SGTReport.tv, where we have that handy-dandy server beyond the reach of totalitarian Big Brother. And I want to thank all of my members at that site, sgtreport.tv. Friends, I just got a phone call from my friend, Richard Gage. He's the founder and former CEO of AE911 Truth. And I want to start with this, friends. You see that right there in front of you? That is a building. It's also a building on nanothermite. If you wanted to calculate a time to cause maximum disruption, you would calculate that time as the start of the working day and perhaps the biggest, busiest complex uh, in the world. Friends, that's that's the building that collapsed on 9-11 at about 5.20 p.m. in the afternoon. And by the way, the BBC reported about the collapse of that building, the 47-story Solomon Brothers building, before it collapsed. Yes, Jane Stanley reporting live from New York City with that building standing behind her saying, details are sketchy. But we know now that the building, the Solomon Brothers building, has indeed collapsed. As it smoldered behind her, the satellite signal fails, and 10 minutes later, what you just saw there happened. Well, unfortunately, I think we've lost the line with uh, Jane Stanley. How prescient and omniscient is Jane Stanley in the BBC? Richard Gage, richardgage911.org, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Sean. Awesome to be here with you. 
Uh, we've got an incredible uh, offering today to everybody who cares about the truth about 9-11. And we've moved a little bit beyond Building 7 for this upcoming conference. Yes, and I should say, so Richard left me a voicemail, and I was actually on a call with Dane Wigington. So that will get bumped by one day because I want to help promote this virtual conference. And it's on Saturday. This Saturday, as you guys are watching this video on Friday, the virtual conference is Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Tell us all about it, Richard. Yeah, it's called 9-11 Con. Get it? Uh, con for con job, con for conference. All day, Saturday, March 19th, in two days. It is really happening. And we have lined up the top researchers in the 9-11 truth movement on the Pentagon. I mean, the Pentagon's been a, a fairly divisive issue. And so my freedom from AE 9-11 Truth has enabled me to bring all together in one place to your home, your living room, your car, uh, all of these speakers who will each have uh, an hour and a half to present uh, Theory A uh, from Barbara Honiger, Theory B from Thierry Maison, who's coming back after about 18 years, years of, of, of uh, non-activity in the 9-11 truth movement to talk about the evidence of a missile hitting the Pentagon. Hmm. Uh, theory C, maybe a plane flew over the Pentagon. Uh, Craig McKee and Adam Ruff will be here to talk about that. Theory D, maybe a plane did hit the Pentagon. David Chandler and Wayne Costi will be talking about that. Each of them has an hour and a half, followed by a half hour of questions from the other presenters. Very, very unprecedented uh, event this Saturday. And in the end, we have a two-hour Q&A session where you, everybody, can ask the tough questions of each of these presenters. So I'm just delighted to be hosting this, Sean. Uh, it, it is an honor to be in the position where I can dip my foot um, into areas outside the narrow focus of the World Trade Center, which I've been confined to for 15 years and for good reason. Uh, but I'm now flying solo, stretching my wings, and this is my first major activity in the new quarterly conference, uh, starting out uh, with the Pentagon. Shall I share my screen? Yeah, please do. I love having these conversations with you, even on short notice when I'm completely unprepared, because all of the stuff that went down the memory hole, the stuff I cut my teeth on as I was waking up comes pouring back. So I want to say something about World Trade Center 7 in a second, but I'm really glad you're going after the Pentagon, because it's also one of the smoking guns of 9-11, because recall, after whatever hit the Pentagon, hit the Pentagon, the yeah. FBI ran around even to gas stations, to seize the video that may have picked up the truth about what happened. Within 10 minutes. It's incredible. It I is mean, incredible. And they will not release. All of these presenters are calling for the release of the footage that's been withheld, absent these five frames that they uh, eventually, after more than a decade, uh, released only because of a Freedom of Information Act uh, request and a lawsuit to, to enforce it. Uh, it's it's incredible. So what we're talking about is 9-11 Khan. And uh, th th this is, again, Thierry Maison, Barbara Honiger, Craig McKee, Adam Ruff, uh, David Chandler, Wayne Costi, four researchers 
four theories. You may have made up your mind, but guess what? These researchers are bringing all new information or a whole lot of inf new information to the table for us to evaluate critically and walk away with an informed opinion. A lot of us just have formed opinions because, you know, we saw, you know, or heard this or that, and we just didn't really have time to investigate it ourselves. Well, these researchers have, they've done just that. I mean, the challenge here for all of us in the 9-11 truth movement is to say, whoa, wait a minute, uh, let's step back from all of this uh, divisiveness, uh, because it's been kind of uh, bitter, uh, Sean, between some of these competing uh, theories. So we're bringing them together in a what we're calling a safe space to, to uh, present scientific evidence-based facts, not to be attacking each other. You know, some people say no plane hit the Pentagon. Some say uh, a plane did hit the Pentagon. Others say a plane flew over the Pentagon. A missile hit the Pentagon. Pre-placed explosives racked the Pentagon or some combination of the both of both to cause uh, the damage, the initial damage prior to the collapse that you see in this photograph here. So we're proposing solutions, bringing these speakers to you. So you got to take advantage of this. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. We're not going to be doing this conference uh, again. Uh, we, we're going to be moving on to the World Trade Center uh, at, in the next quarterly conference, uh, to Shanksville, to the planes, uh, to the hijackers, to the financial crimes of 9-11, to the cover-up in the media and the censorship. We've got whole conferences planned for each one of these subjects. So after these speakers uh, give you all the information they have, we're going to be asking you guys, where shall we go next? So um, we've got uh, on the website, 911con. Org. That's 911con.org. Con, 911con.org. Go there, look at the whole conference. You can attend. It's a virtual conference. You, it's, it's right to your living room. So um, just make a donation of your choice. This is not like some heavy-handed deal where it's expensive. Thierry Mason will be coming back. I just talked to him today. He's very excited to be back in the 9-11 truth movement and to present his theory. And then there's another theory. Uh, no, no 757 hit the Pentagon on 9-11. Uh, that will be presented by Craig McKee and Adam Ruff. And you can see the teaser there right on the website, uh, 911con.org. Uh, we also have the theory D, uh, a plane with the dimensions of a Boeing 757 impacted the Pentagon. And that'll be presented again by David Chandler and Wayne Costi, uh, who have uh, brought new evidence to the table relatively, you know, in the last uh, many years. Uh, so which which path did the plane take? This is part of the the incredible uh, uh, set of arguments that have been presented and fought over for the last uh, 10 years or more. Did it go north of this Sitco gas station here? That would be the red path. Did the plane go straight, according to the official narrative, uh, on the, uh, the, the, the blue path here, knocking over the light poles over here? And if it didn't knock over the light poles, what did? So there's all kinds of questions raised that you're going to learn about. Uh, you're also going to learn about the path of the plane uh, for those who... Um, uh, suggest and, and show their evidence for a plane entering, it went underneath uh, the plaza deck here 
and came out this exit hole part of it anyway. So there, there's going to be evidence on all sides of this issue presented by all four of the presenters. Did the plane come in at this angle, according to the official narrative, uh, and, and go through uh, the building, shredding the plane and, and, and exiting part of it? Or was this caused by explosions? You'll hear evidence for each of those theories. Uh, Gail, my wife, will be my uh, co-host for the event, and she'll be taking your questions and bringing them to the table and asking the presenters uh, your questions. So we have an incredible opportunity. By the way, there, there were two of these massive jet engines, nine feet in diameter. Were they found or not? You'll hear evidence on both sides of this issue. Uh, did the plane fit into this hole? You'll hear evidence on all sides of that issue as well. Uh, some say it did. Did the plane or parts of it exit this smoking hole? Did bodies come out outside of this hole? Were they found according to the official narrative? Yes. Uh, according to some of our researchers, no. According to others, uh, yes. So this is going to be an incredible opportunity. And we have used some incredible software, Sean, a, a $2,000 piece of software to encourage in, uh, attendees to network with each other. Yeah, they're going to be uh, able to connect because this, this event is about community, building the 9-11 truth movement back up uh, was we got to all hang together uh, before they hang us separately, right? <laughs> but we, we've, we've got to tie ourselves together and move forward as a movement, even if we choose to disagree on what the evidence shows us here at, at the Pentagon or at the World Trade Center. We've got to keep moving forward. This composite photograph is a key piece that all of the presenters rely on to make their various interpretations of what happened, what caused this damage. That is absolutely key for us. So let's put these speakers together and, and have a, a rational discourse with critical evaluation, critical thinking, forensic evidence, present your evidence, not attacks. That's what's going to happen here is evidence. And now this whole event is a benefit for the 9-11 crime scene to courtroom. So this is a film we're creating with the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry, whose board I'm now on and with whom I'm doing a joint project, this film, where we are, Mick Harrison and I, from the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry, their litigation director, we're going to be focusing together in the courtroom, putting the evidence together, bringing in the experts, and talking right into the uh, eyes of the grand jurors who to whom has been given a petition for a grand jury investigation and to whom uh, they have six, 60 exhibits uh, that they've seen. Uh, well, they will be seen because we're suing them to make sure that they that these 60 exhibits get seen. But we're bringing them alive also in this film so that we can present it to them uh, and bring alive those uh, 60 exhibits in the form of a supplement to the original petition. So there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. So this is the film that the 9-11 Truth Movement has really been waiting for because it establishes the legal uh, implications of this evidence and the crime that it that it it will be solving and and who might be subpoenaed by 
the grand jury will be making suggestions. Uh, Mick Harrison will. Uh, this is unprecedented. It's like the perfect sequel to the most recently released film documentary by Dylan Avery and AE911 Truth, uh, unspeakable, an incredible film that's been seen a half a million times now. So we're very excited to present the evidence that they didn't have time in that film to, to present in order to back up the family members. So that's what this film is about. And this conference is a benefit for it. Your donation will be used to co-produce this film. Hey, friends, thank you so very much for tuning in to the SGT Report podcast. Just a quick word about our sponsor. You know inflation is killing your retirement. The real rate of inflation, it's close to 8%, and it won't let you keep up or make a profit. You really need a different approach. Precious Metals, which, by the way, has gold nearing $2,000 an ounce again, not Robin Hood or stocks that can crash and leave you losing your money, an IRA or 401k with Noble Gold, just may be the answer. And this month, Noble Gold is gifting a genuine, rare Carson City minted Morgan Silver dollar with every qualifying IRA or 401k. Find out more at noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. So I'm well, very me, excited. Yeah, you should be. Let me say something. I think this is really cool. Uh, it reminds me of what Reiner Fulmick and that team has done with their grand jury trial, presenting all the evidence of the DPOP weapon, all, all of the evidence of the toxic mRNA vaccination, the toxic mRNA gene therapy, and uh, that plan to mask and destroy humanity. It's all related. It's all part of the Great Awakening. And one thing I might advise folks who are listening, especially those of you who have uh, children or teenage children, what might be fun is to do, I've seen a lot of these videos on YouTube. There's one particular father who does these reaction videos with his teenage daughter, and they'll watch, for instance, Queen's performance at Live Aid just to gauge her reaction. And she's always tickled. It's stuff she's never seen. What if, friends, you sat down with your teenagers to watch this conference because it's stuff they don't know. They're certainly not being taught about it in school. And it's so valuable as part of the Great Awakening. Richard, you know, I cut my teeth on 9-11, on Building uh -huh. 7, on what happened to World Trade Centers 1 and, 1 and 2, on what happened at the Pentagon. It led to my awakening to a large degree. And recall, I was a member of a AE 9-11 Truth Group in my area, and you and I met mm -hmm. way back in the day before I ever even launched sgtreport.com. So this is a seminal topic to help wake people up. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's the domino that begins to knock the other ones over. When people real, this is why we're still at it uh, 20 years later, Sean, in the 9-11 Truth Movement, because, uh, you know, we're not medical uh, uh, virologists or doctors, uh, we, we, we can, we can talk to them. We can use their information, but you know, we're, uh, in, in, at AE 911 truth, I put together 3,500 architects and engineers, and, and that represents 25,000 years of collective technical and, cre uh, and credibility. Uh, it's, it's an amazing uh, piece, but I've learned how now to pr present in over 700, well, over 600 presentations around the world uh, in in two dozen countries and 100 American cities where we met you at one of them, Minneapolis, I believe it was. And it, it, it's an extraordinary body of evidence that anybody, a seventh grader can see Building 7 that you showed earlier, falls by uh, 
uh, not fire, as we're told, normal office fires. Remember, no plane hit that building. It falls at free fall acceleration in the exact manner of a classic controlled demolition. People get it. People are going to get the evidence at the Pentagon, after, especially after they see all four of these presenters in a row and make their informed uh, decisions about what they believe happened after looking at the forensic and eyewitness testimony and evidence. So th this is the opportunity, and this is the tool to use. 9-11 is easy. It shows us that we've been lied to on a massive scale, manipulated by our own government, by our own media. Uh, and, and if that's true, what else is true? Yeah. Look around today. I yeah. mean, we're being manipulated six ways from Sunday by the current disease that's going around and the false solution to it. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, this whole thing recalls uh, my history of trying to wake up friends that I was so close to at Target Corporation, buddies I played poker with. I mean, literally some of my best friends. And I would show them World Trade Center 7 when I began to wake up. And the cognitive dissonance was impenetrable. And so then I would show them, well, here's Jane Stanley reporting about the collapse of that building early. How do you explain that? And literally the response I got was, what are you saying? And, and <laughs> There you go. And now what you're I'm starting saying, to have a conversation. Yeah. And what I'm saying is what you think I'm saying. And yep. their response would be, nobody could be so evil. Yep. And here we sit 20 years later with the rollout of a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. And again, probably those same people would say, Nobody could be so evil, but yep. there it is right in front, right in front of our faces. Well, unfortunately, uh, at least 25% of the truth movement, according to just informal surveys I've, I've done, uh, have taken the vaccine. So there, there, uh, it, it, it's like in some cases you can be aware of nine 11 and the massive manipulation lies in evil, but you're going to believe the government is telling you the truth. Uh, because of this disease created in a, a, a lab in Wuhan and that's been funded uh, by elements in the U.S., including Fauci and others, uh, and, and Gates. And, and, and you're going to take the vaccine and you don't even know what's in it. It's not been tested. Um, and, and we know what's in it. You've had guests on your show that show what's in it. It's not something to be taken. 100% right. And uh, the truth about 9-11, I think, is widely known to a large degree by those of us in the truth media that have studied this topic for so long and so many wonderful authors that uh, published so many books, some of which I own. Who was the most prolific book? Oh, uh, David Griffin. I've got all yep. those David Griffin books. And then of 14 course, of them. Yeah. And Professor Stephen Jones did some fantastic work in the area of nanothermite and the red chips found in the dust. See, all of this stuff comes back the longer I talk to you. The other thing I want to say is that as it pertains to 9-11 crime scene to courtroom is, friends, let's support that effort because I sure would love to see a grand jury call for the testimony of the omniscient Jew, Lucky Larry Silverstein, who took control of the World Trade Center complex just, what was it, three months before this destruction, and he had both Towers 1 and 2 indemnified, double indemnified against acts of terrorism. So he was paid out, what, $6 billion? Uh, a lot. Right, I it was a lot. Number? $3.5 billion in the first case and $5.6 billion, I think, in uh, overall uh, after everything was said and done. I mean, yeah, that's incredible. We can talk. There's a whole 
conference we can have about that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I look forward to that. All right. I know you have to run here pretty quickly, but uh, I want to help support this effort. It's richardgage911.org is where folks can sign up for the conference that's on Saturday. What is the suggested donation? If it's really a fundraiser, what would you suggest? What's the suggested donation? Well, we put uh, $25 on, but we've had donations up to $100 that have uh, that really will go a long way to helping people uh, to uh, uh, co-produce the film, but also to to offset those who can't pay, you know, uh, twenty five dollars. Frankly, you can make a donation for a much less than that. It's your choice. What value do you expect from this conference with four major researchers in the 9-11 truth movement for the first time ever coming into one venue, professionally produced uh, set of uh, alternative theories uh, that, that you can evaluate and even vote on the evidence that you find most effective. You can network with other community members in the 9-11 truth uh, movement. Uh, and it's, it's an incredible. So you set the value, you make your donation, and you come on Saturday, March 19th, and, and uh, make this uh, the most successful event ever. We're expecting hundreds. All right. Well, I've got a very supportive audience. And so you might see some donations just for the sake of donations. So why don't you take us, we can see your site there, show us exactly where, where do people click and, and how do people donate? And I guess when you do donate, even if it's 10 or 15 bucks, it'll unlock the site. It'll unlock the event for you. Explain how that works. Yeah. What happens is you, you click on one of the, the, the join the event now buttons up at the top or come down here to the bottom of the page. 911con.org and and fill this out put in your amount click uh, checkout and uh put in your name and your email and you'll get an email from eventy our conference software uh and you and just click join the event and you're in so uh we'll see you uh saturday then march 19th it's all that easy couldn't be easier 911con.org Okay. Two more questions. 10 a.m. What is that? Central, Pacific, Eastern? That's Pacific. 10 a.m. Pacific to 10 p.m. Pacific. Okay. You can do the math after that. What's it, what is it? That's that would be 12 one, p.m. Central. One, uh, what, 12 p.m. Central for you, one, Sean. 1 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> 1 p.m. Eastern. See, I'm finally getting good at this math after all these years. I used to absolutely get these things backwards. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing this long enough, though, that I'm starting to get better at the time zones. All right. The last question for you is, for those that are hearing this on Sunday or Saturday night, can they get this? Can they make the donation and still unlock it and see the event? Yep. Anytime. During the event, before the event, and guess what? Even after the event. Uh, so bookmark it. If you can't make it on Saturday, uh, you can see it afterwards. Just uh, sign up as we talked about and uh, and it'll be archived for you. All right, guys, I'm not an affiliate. I don't get any money from this. I just wanted to pay it forward to my longtime friend, Richard Gage. We've now known each other for let's do the math. I think I must have met you in around 2000. I'm guessing five or six. Yep. That'd be about 15 years. Yeah, well, longer than that, wouldn't it? We're already in 2022, Richard. We're getting old. Oh, no. I keep falling behind. <laughs> wow. 20, 16, 17, 17 years. years. Wow. All right. Good no wonder you, I've lost my hair, Sean. Yeah. Well, I I still have some, but it's not as good as it was. It used to be <laughs> lustrous. Lustrous. One of the reasons I don't like to appear in videos is then people can imagine what I look like. And if you want to oh. think I look like George Clooney, so much the better. 
<laughs> there we go. Imagine me as anyone you'd like. Yeah. All right, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Richard, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Always. Guys, absolutely. Guys, the site is richardgage911.org. He's the founder and former CEO of AE911 Truth. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll remind you every single day for free, you can get the real news, the antidote to corporate mockingbird mainstream media lies at sgtreport.com. God bless you and your family. Support Richard too. Bye-bye. You know, one of my students is the guy named Joseph Bannister. Some of you audience have heard about Joe Bannister, uh, who quit the IRS. He was a criminal agent with the IRS who quit, defected to our side. My, but your people don't know that. He's my student. He was a Freedom Law School student back in 1997. He wrote a book about income tax, gave it to his superiors to, uh, to refute. They refused to refute him. He left. And uh, we published his report, put it out there. And the trial put him in jail. He was acquitted. 